Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The following podcast is a W2M Network partnership production. Visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. You are now listening to The Football Five, only on the W2M Network. Welcome to this special edition of The Football Five, where we are going to preview the college football playoff, and we are going to be amazed by Eric, Steven, and I, Joshy Lowry's picks for who would be the second four teams if the college football playoff went to eight teams. But first... Let's talk about the two. Let's look at the top 10 teams in college football and then the playoff games. So, ranked at number 10, we have Colorado from the Pac 12. At number 9, we have got the University of Southern California Trojans. At number 8, the Wisconsin Badgers, 10 and 3, came up short in that Big Ten title game. At number seven, the Big 12 champion, Oklahoma Sooners. At number six, we've got the Michigan Wolverines because just like some people believe Mr. Trump will make America great again, Mr. Harbaugh has made Michigan great again. At number five, we've got James Franklin, the coach who's made, said, all my coaches have to have attractive wives so they can be good at recruiting and his Nittly Lions winning that Big Ten title. At number four, we've got the Pac-12 champion, Washington Cougars. At number eight, we've got the Ohio State Buckeyes. At number two, uh, the team that finished number two in the nation last year, the Clemson Tigers. And at number one, the dynasty, Nick Saban and those boys down in Alabama. Hold on, did you just say Cougars? Yeah, yeah I was about to Washington say. State, <laughs> Washington, what's their mascot? Huskies. They're the Huskies. Uh, I was thinking of Washington State. My bad. So, of course, we've got number one Alabama against number four Washington, and we've got number two Clemson against number one Ohio State. And as we've got the Washington-Alabama game first, we're going to start breaking down that one. Wait, did you just say Ohio State was number one? Number no. three. <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> now, okay. Anyway, so we're talking about Bama Washington first, right? Yes, sir. All right, so let's get to this here. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. I and Sean, you know, I talked about this on another group chat. I don't. I still don't believe Al Washington deserved a playoff spot because I feel like USC was a better team, even though they 
did start off slow in the year. But anyway, we'll get into that a little later. Well, Alabama is going to run the Huskies over. It is it's already over. It's already done. I mean, I mean Steven, if this one doesn't end up 50 to nothing, let's be realistic. All right. First of all, I think you guys are both discounting the Huskies just a little bit. They are in off, honestly, off of their resume. And yes, you can argue that there are better teams that are ranked lower in the rankings. But as far as resumes, it doesn't compare when you talk about Washington to then the next teams who got left out of it, especially when Washington sneaky played one of the hardest schedules in the nation. I'm going to look it up to be exact, but I believe they had maybe the fourth hardest schedule in the nation. Oh, Alabama? No, Washington. Like no. I said, they had a sneaky hard schedule. No, they, especially no. their non-conference schedule was hey, something no, no, no. like. I'm not. I'm not saying this based off of the names. I'm saying this based off of the numbers in aggregate. It was a sneaky hard schedule. They lost to the best team they played on their schedule. But if you're looking at the top 50 teams, I believe that every team was ranked in the top 50, not necessarily top 25. And I am making sure that I am checking this. Definitely, because I kept hearing, and first of all, and I have to say... Well, Oregon Texas, wasn't, but, you know. Yeah, when Texas A&M was chosen ahead of Washington in the first college football playoff rankings, I was a little bit confused, because, yes, Washington was undefeated, but at the same time... Looking at their non-conference schedule, wasn't it something like 127th in the country? Yeah. That is a little bit sketchy, even for a conference champion. Now, I had a lot of other reasons about the Final Four, but I I can live with it. Eric, I was overestimating Washington. Number 14, but that is still much better than you thought you would think of it, especially when you look excluding the top four which includes two other Big Ten teams, and uh, number five, USC. Not many teams ranked higher than them, ranked lower than them, had higher, harder schedules. I mean, Clemson is all the way at number seven, to put it in perspective, where we're talking about these teams and how their schedules ranked nationally. Well, and that's true. They got up to the 14th because the Pac-12 even with their style of play, which is very offensive-based, and that's what I love about them, they are a sneakily hard schedule. Well, it's a sneakily tough conference. The South more so than the North, the Huskies got a break on that. So, yeah, I give them some props, but they still had to do uh, had to overcome a lot early in the season because, well... Until they got into Pac-12 play, they really didn't play anybody. So I'm going to go back to my point here. Alabama is going to destroy Washington. Alabama beat USC week one, 56-3. And USC beat Washington. USC so was not the same team. They didn't have the same quarterback. Yeah, they changed the No, they didn't make great. that switch until later on. And boy, has that paid off. Steven, you can barely make that argument when you're talking about pro teams. But you really can't when you're talking about college teams because of how volatile the college game is. 
and how much teams can vary in their performance from week to week. Well, I'm saying what they did. I look at Bama and I'm like, look at what they did against Florida. Now, lest we forget the SEC championship game, all of the pressure was on Bama to win. Number one unbeaten. It was basically going to be a coronation. And outside of maybe the first quarter. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Florida can't score to save their life. This is a different, this is a different, hold on. I'm going to tell you right now how you beat Alabama. Old Miss almost did it. Why? Because they can score. Washington has a chance because they can score. Alabama's going to win games where you're the defensive team and they're going to out-battle you and all that stuff. If you can put up points on Alabama, you have a much better chance of winning. And I think I, I do agree with, uh, with Josh here. We're selling Washington a little bit too short. These guys have a dynamic offense. Alabama's going to deal with them. But if they can keep up with them points-wise and stay in the game, I don't think this is going to be a total blowout. As long as they don't make mistakes on offense. You don't need to have a mobile quarterback. You just need to make sure your quarterback isn't getting hit. But it helps. Yeah, and you know what else? A team that beat Rutgers. The team that beat Rutgers, Idaho, and Portland State is in the top four. What? That just sounds absolutely ridiculous. And Alabama played a team that isn't in Division One, And also, Alabama hasn't had to cover a receiver like John Ross all season long. And that man is a game changer. Well, I mean, well, even covering him, yeah, if you can get pressure on the quarterback so you don't have to him, then that's a whole big story. But at this level, you're still going to have to have be able to deal with him in man coverage at some points in the game. That's just a fact. I I, I do think they're going to have a problem with Alabama's defensive line. That's going to be an issue. Like it's, it's you're talking about when Washington gets in that game, Jake Browning is going to see things he's never seen, and is he going to be able to adjust to that? Are they is is the coach going to be able to adjust to it? and then make sure that they're calling the right schemes to protect themselves. That's going to be – it's it's how you manage the game throughout. And don't let it become too big for you. And that's another big thing. Washington hasn't been in this situation, anything close to this situation, in 25 years. I think this is going to be a much bigger pressure situation, whereas with a coach like Nick Saban, not only can he make all sorts of adjustments, not only has he had a couple of weeks to plan just for this game, how many times have you heard of him matching or beating Bear Bryant? How many times have you heard that come out of his mouth? That's come out of everybody else's. It, it Come on. Washington, yeah, but you're yes, forgetting... But- Something very important. He's going to be coaching without his offensive coordinator. And that stopped him before how? He's won titles without Wayne Kiffin. Yes, I know. But when you're talking about an offense which has been more explosive than any Alabama offense in recent history, and that is without guys like – and that is without the big names they've had before like Mark Ingram or Julio Jones or Amari Cooper – they are still the most explosive 
offense. It is going to matter. I don't think it's going to cost them the game, but it's going to keep Washington within two scores. It's not going to be a blowout. Washington is going to keep it close during the first half, but at the end of the day, the Bama Crimson Tide are going to win comfortably. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, to me... Washington has their best chance at the first quarter. If it gets ugly by the end of the first quarter, then they are done. If they can keep it close, then all right, I'm going to be interested. I have a feeling that Jalen Hurts is going to have a big game because he is a versatile running quarterback. He he has a big arm. He has great running ability. And I don't believe that this Washington defense will be able to stop him. No, no, no. Let's be real. He's a game manager, okay? He's a guy they ask not to make mistakes and not to win a game. I don't think that he and the Alabama offense are going to be that much of a challenge for the Washington defense. They'll give them some headaches on some third and logs, but for the most part, they're going to be able to keep them in check. We'll see about that. Mm, Not trusting it because, I mean, again, look at what happened with Washington when they went up against McDonald's and USC. Mm. Yeah, but that's also exactly. USC. USC consistently has one of the best offenses. For all the praise we heap upon Nick Saban, it's not because of his offense. And again, with that's why the Lane Kiffin not being on that sideline, making the offensive play calls might matter more than we're say, thinking of it mattering right now. And you guys want to go back. I want to go back to my point about Alabama beat USC. Oh, but they were not the same team without the same court. They were the same defense. That same defense picked apart Washington when they beat Washington in Washington. So there's another thing. Yeah, but it, it goes back to Josh's point, though. The way you are at the beginning of the season is not always how you are later in the season. The way that that quarterback plays, how much that offense is on the field also uh, in, you know, helps out the defense. It makes them better. Come on, what's the rule? What's the uh, the four Dak came? What was that whole thing about Romo? Romo makes the entire team better. It, it's it's the same thing. If you have a quarterback that keeps your offense on the field, your defense isn't as tired, and you have the ability to go rush them and and uh, cover better than if you're on the field all the time. And that's what Alabama was doing. You're when you're freaking winning fifty to three, that defense is on the field all the time. Well, yeah, and I honestly think that Alabama, especially their last four or five games, especially in the red zone, they've sharpened. I mean, yes, you could say they started out like a house on fire because of that 56-3 win, but their defense, honestly, to me, it looks like it's gotten even better, especially, especially against better competition. So that's why I say... Browning's got to do something in the pocket, try to move around. He doesn't necessarily have to run for his life, not initially, but he's got to keep those ends off balance. Again, he doesn't really need to keep him off balance. He just needs to not hold on to the ball to the point where he's getting smacked around. I know that's a lot easier said than done, but that's really the thing. You don't need that dual-threat quarterback that you're harping on, Eric, necessarily to beat Alabama, you just need to be able to not take too many hits and get find your receivers on the short and intermediate routes. Yep. And it's going to matter how much Miles Gaskins is going to be able to play 
a factor in this game, too, because he's been big for Washington most of the time. If Alabama takes him out of the game, that's putting a lot of pressure on Browning to do everything. And then that's the big thing. And especially, yes, hold on. You can't afford to hold on to the ball, but that also kind of works towards Washington's offensive line. And how are they? Okay. To put it in a sort of a red line stance, can they give Browning two seconds? If they can, Browning will be okay. But if it gets to the point to where they can't, or those linebackers in that secondary can time it, problem. All right. Now, I feel like we've got a consensus here that we all think that Alabama is punching their way to yet another national championship contest, despite what we think the margin's going to be. So let's take a look at the other game between the Clemson Tigers and the Ohio State Buckeyes. I don't trust the Buckeyes at all. I do not believe that they have earned the right to be in this playoff. I understand because you're talking about resume, and they've got one of the most impressive resumes in the nation. But, I mean, you it, it comes to the age-old argument, what really matters, a conference championship or your resume? And I feel like if you're going to make these conferences have these playoff games, the conference championship game needs to matter for something. And if that's the case... This could be Penn State's spot. I, to an extent, I agree. And this is something that I wrestled with when the top four came out. Because, yes, Ohio State beat Oklahoma early on in the season. And that's what the committee wants. Big-time Power 5 teams playing other big-time Power 5 teams. But all of these conferences, like you just said, are scrambling conference championships the big 12 they're instituting one next season and to complete the group of five the sun belt will finally have one this season after that in 2018 does anybody care about the sun belt winner though nobody cares about the sun belt winner but when they do what hear me out when they do that means that all 10 fbs conferences will have conference championship games. That leads me to believe that either for money, prestige, in the eyes of the playoff, even as the highest-ranked group of five team, yes, I'm looking at you, Western Michigan, more on you later, but you're creating them or trying to build these conferences so you can have them for a reason. Now, impressive with what Ohio State did early on, but... You had a chance against Penn State. You needed overtime just to take Michigan. Sorry. While I say at the end I can live with it, it took me a while to digest them, especially at number two, and with where Penn State and Michigan fell in the final rankings. I was disappointed. We've seen a lot of college football playoff games over the past couple of years. Some have been somewhat exciting. Some have been Oregon-Florida State. This I feel like this is going to be one of the this will be the best college football playoff game played thus far because we have two explosive offenses going up against each other: Deshaun Watson, JT Barrett, Urban Meyer, Davos Sweeney. The two best coaches, not named Urban uh, Nick Saban. Pardon me. It's just going to be instant classic game in Phoenix, New Year's Eve, seven p.m. 
I'm actually surprised that you think that uh, Urban Meyer is one of the best coaches because I, Urban Meyer is the reason why this team didn't win a champion, wasn't in the championship game last year. Urban Meyer is the reason why they aren't the best team in the nation and why Zeke Elliott is in the NFL right now. Urban yeah. Meyer is not a great coach. Urban Meyer is living off that legacy that Tebow got him right now. Oh, and Urban Meyer also Josh, what are you attack. drinking? Lest Urban we Meyer forget. Urban Meyer takes a heart attack to get out of three national Florida titles. He faked a heart attack Josh. he knew that they were coming for him with the sanctions at Florida. Okay, but Josh, had it not been for his first season at Ohio State running the table and possibly forcing a split national championship, the only reason why they couldn't win a national title was because of sanctions under Jim Trestle. Yes, I would agree with you, but Ohio State, Florida, Utah, Bowling Green. Sorry. He's as an overrated as, coach. As he much is a, as oh, I, my God. He is as much John as I can't stand him, as football. much as I wanted to choke Tim Tebow, even though for first at first blush, yes, I wanted him to go to Miami over Florida, but that's completely irrelevant. As much as I despise him, I have to respect him because he is a good coach. <laughs> I don't respect him, okay? I can't respect a coach who fakes a heart attack. Wouldn't you? Oh, look at Steve Spurrier, a four-game losing no. streak in the middle of the season, and then he all of a sudden decides to retire? Come on, He man. was going to retire at the end of that season anyways. That so is different. So go ahead and you stick it out like you no. did I was in the too. 70s. No, no, no. If you're that old and you're retiring for good, it's one thing. It's another thing to have to go to the hospital because you had a fake heart attack and then go and jump ship to another top-flight program, okay? I can't respect a coach who does that, okay? Well, hey, no, because no, no, because, no, no, because you've got to remember, he went into households and promised parents that he was going to look on after their kids for four years. That's he what a lot of coaches do. No, uh-huh. no, no, but it is different when you fake a heart attack and you've got that and you've made that promise. It's one thing if you leave and you got to talk to people. If you fake a heart attack, that is you doing an Irish goodbye on responsibility, and I that is nothing that well, I'm you glad can you mentioned have in a coach. Five because his name was linked with Notre Dame for God knows how long. And care. honestly, had that job been available, he would it would have been the exact same thing, just a different school. <laughs> and he would have been and he would have been exposed as a fraud that he is as a coach. He's a great recruiter, mediocre coach. And you don't, you don't think necessarily that that mediocrity, again, I'll even take Florida out of it. You had never heard of Bowling Green until Urban Meyer came on the scene. Hell, look at what he did okay, with no, okay, Utah. No, no, Utah. No, no, no. Again, great recruiter. He's great at recruiting mediocre coaching. You but hire college football coaches to be recruiters. That's why Nick Saban ran away from the NFL because he couldn't recruit the team he wanted, and he also couldn't sign Drew Brees. Yeah, but don't remind I, me of that. I don't see why this freaking matters. Urban Meyer wins. Isn't that what matters no, at the end of the no, day? But yeah, I'm yeah Josh, about, Josh is bringing up sanctions. which has to do with law, which is political stuff. We're talking about the sports side of Urban Meyer. No, he's I'm a not three-time national champion. Sanctions. He yes, won a national title. A good, with a first-year quarterback, how, Cardell Jones. 
He's okay, so what? He's okay. supposed to just make his team shitty on purpose so he can prove yeah, he's coach? I'm just saying, I'm just saying when it comes to a Earmuffs. game like this where you're playing against a coach who's an actual coach and not just a recruiter in Davo Sweeney, he's going to be outcoached, okay? He's oh, and not you don't up think the Davo Sweeney's a bit of a good recruiter, too? And again, who do he's you a think great even recruiter, made No, I have, first of all, they're going to win because they have the better damn quarterback and the better running back. That's why they're going to win. Wait, who's going to win, Sean? Who you have winning? Clemson yeah, is Clemson. going to win because Deshaun win. Watson Deshaun, is about Deshaun 50 million times better than JT Barrett. That's why. It's not just that. It's That's also the way too. they use JT Barrett. They try to pass with him too much when he's a dual-threat quarterback who's a better runner than a passer. But I feel like we have finally come to a consensus, so let, let's move on before we <laughs> the show consists of us just yelling at each other. Do we even break down this game? We just talked about Urban Meyer for like 20 minutes. <laughs> for real, really? It's going to be a great game, but Clemson's going to win because Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than JT Barrett. Yeah, and also, Urban right Meyer there. Right is there. a trash coach. Urban oh, Meyer is a trash coach. Oh, come on. I think also Clemson's defense is actually really? sneaky better than you last year. Stop drinking the haterade, Josh. Enough of the haterade. This is not haterade. This is just a viable disgust. No viable disgust. Josh, come from an Ur- this is coming from an Urban Meyer hater. You're being an Urban Meyer hater right now. <laughs> no, come is, on, man. <laughs> this is righteous disdain. He won a national title with a first-year quarterback. Come Again, on. you guys, you guys got to remember, I'm also involved in high school scouting, so that thing with the coach faking a heart attack is going to play differently to me than it does to you guys. Oh, please. Oh, good oh, hell. Like all that, he just did one thing that coaches hadn't done. Do I need to break down Lou Holtz and he put in his contract at the University of Minnesota that said, if the Notre Dame job opens up, I am up and gone. Deuces he is, and yeah, active. that's being honest. That's <laughs> being honest with people, okay? They knew what they were signing up for. They didn't you don't think, think oh, okay, did this... the same thing, especially after Tebow again, left? <laughs> again, that's why he faked a heart attack. <laughs> If it if they knew what was happening, that fake heart attack wouldn't have happened. Oh come on, he's nowhere near as bad as Bobby Petrino. Bobby motorcycle not... incident. Bobby <laughs> motorcycle. I just walk out of the Falcons because I feel like it. Bobby I mean, Petr- come on. Have you heard me say anything good about Bobby Petrino? I'm just trying this to say going nowhere. Urban Meyer is not the worst coach that's done the worst things here. Okay, that's true. But anyways, all right. So, so pretty much our national title game here, and I don't like saying it because I don't like rematches. It's Alabama Clemson. Yeah, and we will break that more break down that game more on later. But we're going to close out with talking about who would be our top four, our top eight teams if it was an eight person playoff. This is something that I struggled with. I'm not, I nailed down my top six, Penn State in, Michigan in, done. Seven and eight, this is where it got tricky for me because I had to put three teams in for two spots. Oklahoma, especially with Mayfield and how they came on towards the end of the season. USC with McDonald and how they came on towards the end of the season. And... Just for a factor of insanity, just to see how it would go, I debated putting in Western Michigan 
maybe not as the eighth seed because, let's face it, they would have been crushed and the purpose would have been completely defeated. But maybe sneak them in as a six or seven, see what they can do. They might surprise some people, but uh, I'm still struggling with that one, to be honest. I totally missed Eric's top four. I mean, the top... Yeah, again, I live with the top four. I would not have Ohio State at number two. I wouldn't have Washington at four. I would put them as the lower seeds. I would have them in, but my next two, Penn State, Michigan, and for my last two spots, I'm trying to decide between three teams, Oklahoma, USC, Western Michigan. Well, I am there with you about three out of the four. Maybe I could, maybe I could go with you all the way here. I had Penn State, Michigan, USC, and Wisconsin, but Oklahoma mm. is technically a conference champion, so maybe I could put them in there as well. My thing against Wisconsin, they had a couple of cracks. Look at what they did against Michigan, and look what happened to the Big Ten title game. But they got to the Big Ten title game, which is something Ohio State was not able to do. No, and I completely understand that. That's why I say I wouldn't necessarily have Ohio State as high as number two. I would definitely put them lower in my top eight, but something about the way Wisconsin won, and let's be real, of the Big Ten, which division would you honestly see as better, East or West? The East. Okay. Without a doubt. All right, then. So, yes, Wisconsin, just like Iowa, just like even in the first Big Ten title game, they only got in because they were, what, second, third, because of probation issues? So, as much as I would like them, no. So, Josh, I guess we haven't heard your top four yet. You know what, why don't you go first and I'll close it out. All right, well, like I said, Penn State, Michigan, USC, uh, debate between Wisconsin and Oklahoma. Michigan, they belonged. They're the first one out in the Final Four. They're, 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 God, they're such a great team. Jake, they're tight end. I'm not saying his last name because it's awkward. Jim Harbaugh's their their head coach. That says something. Their defense is spectacular. I mean, the Michigan is the first one out. Penn State's a Big Ten champion. And for those people that think conference champions should be the top four, I'll give it to them. Penn State's a great team. They belong in the top eight, at least, if there's an eight. Wisconsin is a threat, so I put them in the top four. But Oklahoma is a Big Ten, Big 12 champion, so they deserve to be in the top eight. And USC, I honestly still believe, belongs in the top four because they're, they have such a great team. I mean... I can understand why USC wasn't in the top four simply because of their three losses, and that's why I say they should have changed quarterbacks sooner. But that's why I would have them at the very least knocking on the door of the top eight because 
they got hot and they're dangerous. Even if they had to go on like on campus on a true road game for the first round before a big bowl semifinal, they could do some damage. <laughs> Alright, so here I go with my next four. Of course, I've got Penn State and Michigan. They are the two best teams in the nation who aren't in the playoffs. That's without discussion. I've also got to go with Oklahoma because we've got to give some validity to these Power 5 conferences and their championship games. And then I am going to close it out with Colorado. I take them over USC just because they ended up having that slightly better record by playing one more game. You've got to reward teams that go out there and schedule more teams. Uh, but didn't USC beat them? I'm just oh. I, 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 I made my case, though. You, you, you can disagree with my case, but I made my case. It's also about scheduling. Okay, and then look at, and I thought they were going to put up more of a fight, and I thought that they were going to maybe shock the world in the Pac-12 title game, and look what happened. Even then, even they struggled against Utah, which since moving to the Pac-12, Utah's been pretty bleh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Colorado being in the Alamo Bowl. That's a good, it's a good ball. They're playing Oklahoma State. Great, that's gonna be a great game. Also previewed on the WTM Network, WTMNet.com. But Western Michigan in the Cotton Bowl, that's a BCS bowl game. They're a MAC champion. Come on, I, I would rather have Colorado, a Pac-12 loser. In than a MAC champion in Western Michigan. They already but, have those. Who goes to those bowls set up? It's all exactly. About and rank. as the uh, as being undefeated and the highest ranked Group of Five team, they get a New Year's Six bowl this year with the way the semifinal schedule shook up and other uh, conference tie-ins. It happened to be the Cotton Bowl. Now, personally, for this one. This might not be the slaughter that was in instances like Georgia, Hawaii. So, I don't know. This, that could be more interesting than people think. That's why I would be tempted to have them in my top eight. I just don't know exactly where I would see them to at least give them a fair chance. I would put them in the eighth spot. Yeah, but then they're going up against Alabama, and what's well, the that's point? What, that's what happens, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't say what's the point. That that's why you play the games. You play the games, and if you are able to pull off that upset, you go down in history. I mean, not, that's when you yeah. have to start seeding based on record. Then, if you're going to do that, well, I'm not necessarily. I would say put them higher, too, too much high, but I wouldn't put them at the eight. If you have Ohio State too, put them in at seven and see what happens. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I mean, while you don't have to seed based on record, undefeated seasons have to mean a teeny bit, and essentially that's what these group of five teams have to do now is go undefeated so they can at least be recognized. 
Yeah, I think if you get down to eight, that's you got to make that case that you. Well, for one, if you get to eight, then the NCAA controls it, and that would probably be one of the things they would do is mm-hmm. make it to where that, that group of five winner is, would have to. The NCAA is never going to control the college playoff because there's too much money, and they can't pretend to be an amateur organization if they're in charge of all that money. Oh, let's be real. The NCAA could control this if they wanted to, but the oh, idea no, of the, college... te- the teams are never going to give the NCAA that much control. And that's the whole thing. Called the top level college football was why the then IAAUS, which became the NCAA, was created in the early 20th century. College football had already been around for 30 years. Mm. Eric, you can't compare college football back then to what the monster I'm not saying college football back then is doing that now. That would be completely unfair. I'm just saying the fact that college football started out like that and the reason why the NCAA was created to begin with, you fast forward a century plus, they're not going to want to give up that control, and that's why so far they haven't. The NCAA becoming the institution that it is, they could have at least put up a dogfight if they really wanted to. That's all I'm saying. So at the end of the day, we all agree, Alabama-Clemson is our national championship matchup January 9th in Tampa. Just We just can't agree on how these games are going to play out. No, uh, I think we can all say that. <laughs> Any final thoughts from anybody? Oh, part of me doesn't want Alabama to win another title, but maybe if they do and Saban retires, we'll be better off. Come on, Saban's a football guy. He's not going to retire because he'll probably just die because he doesn't have anything to do if that happens. Well, then it'll just be like Bear Bryant all over again. I, I really want to see Clemson win just because I think Deshaun Watson deserves to go out with a title. But Oh, absolutely. But it's like eh, short-term yeah. versus long-term, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Alabama's going to win the championship again. All right, Alabama's and we, probably winning. And with that, we will be back next week to t- preview the national championship have a great holiday week and a safe and happy new year everyone the following podcast is a w2m network partnership production visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts plus news reviews articles and opinions from the worlds of wrestling video games football and entertainment Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.